on a Zoom with me because that's how we do everything these days. We we drink, we party, we interview, we talk on Zoom. We meet, we work on Zoom. Um, is the incredible and super talented Ayushi Chabra. And um, if you haven't heard about her yet, when she when when she talks about what she's done in Hollywood, you will definitely know who she is. You might not recognize her in real life though, because. Uh, we'll tell you why just now. Ayushi, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much, Danny. This is so exciting. Thank you for speaking to me. I'm I'm very excited to speak to you. Okay, so you are not South African, South African. You were born in India, grew up in Nigeria, moved to South Africa, and then kind of spent a lot of time on the East Rand, which is where I'm from. How- yes. Tell me about all of this, like um, your childhood and 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 who you are as a human. Sure. I was two when we moved from India to Nigeria. And I grew up um, in Nigeria for a bit. And then we moved to South Africa when I was um, 15. So since then, I've been living in Bedford View and Edenvale. And that's where I went to school. And then I did my university in Rhodes University in Grahamstown. Um, that's where I did. I studied journalism broadcast journalism. And then I decided to take the bold step to move to Los Angeles all by myself at the age of 24. (laughs) You did that thing that we all, all drama kids are like, I'm going to go, I'm just going to go and I'm going to make it and I'm going to be famous. And then like 1% of us go. And of that 1%, 1% actually end up working successfully. That's true. Um, and, And the rest of us just actually come home. (laughs) Yes, I think that I'm so glad I made that decision when I was young, because when I look back, that was pretty crazy (laughs) to just decide to take two suitcases and, you know, just go halfway across the world without your family, without anyone. Um, But that's that's exactly what, you know, those are the stories worth writing about. (laughs) One hundred million percent. Okay, so you're in L.A. Um, Tell me, are you like audition, audition, audition and then lots of no's or do you get spotted? Like, how do you find your thing and your break what happens you do have to audition a lot in Los Angeles you know I think that it's very easy to get lost in the sultry sunsets of Malibu and the glitzy lights of Hollywood Boulevard but the truth is there's a lot of hustle in Los Angeles that's a city that's built on blood sweat and tears lots of tears Um, and as you said lots of no's and for me as well for years I had to you know do so many castings from one casting after another and then finally the past two years have been very prosperous for me. And I'm so grateful for that. Finally, a small window opened for me. And you know, that led to other opportunities. But yes, there's a lot of hustle. I don't like using the word struggle, but there's a lot of hustle. Yes. (laughs) I'm trying not to use the word hustle, because it just I'm I'm trying not to perpetuate hustle culture, which us millennials do so well. I think you're not I think you're a millennial. Or are you? I am. Yes. Not Gen Z millennial. <laughs> yeah. We, we perpetuate the cycle and we like wear burnouts as badges of honor. And I'm just, I'm that's true. About that. So hustle um, in, in, in not the hustle culture use of the word, I think. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. So um, obviously, right. With the nose there are, I, I was on kids TV and I was an actor for most of my life, actually, Wow. My life before I sold out and became a presenter. Um, <laughs> I did. But um, I remember those no's and I remember those no's, especially mm. at 10, 6, 16, and how wow. differently they affected me. And how 
like even at 24, I would look back and when I eventually discovered the joys of therapy and realize how they... <laughs> Um, sorry that's so funny (laughs) but it's true and how those no's really did impact me at those young ages um so I want to know the no's that you've heard how do you remove that no from Ayushi Ayushi and not just the character because we do forget that this person that's looking at us and, and watching us perform sees us for what maybe f- three to five minutes of our lives and is right. this whole judgment on our intonation, our vocal range, our movement, our look, our hair color, like all of these stupid right. <laughs> make us us. How do you remove, how did you remove that? Or have you, I don't know. You know, I have to say, Danny, this is one of the best questions that anyone's ever asked me. And I think only another actor could understand what that means, what that no actually means. And it was so hard for me to detach myself from that, from all of that rejection. It took me some time. And I think it does take time for everyone. Um, The one thing that keeps me going is that when I'm in Los Angeles, any day and every second there is a second away from my family. So I have to constantly remind myself of the sacrifices that I've made to be there. And once I remind myself of that, it's easy for me to pick myself up, forget about the rejection and just move on to the next thing, because that's just what it is. You just have to be unstoppable. If you want extraordinary things in your life, you have to put in extraordinary effort. You have to detach yourself from expectation. And I think that's something that took me a lot of maturity at 24. I don't think that I had that kind of, you know, that kind of wisdom, but it took me years and years of auditioning and, you know, being part of the industry to understand that this is not personal. Them saying no to me has nothing to do with my talent. It could be that I'm not, you know, right for the part because I'm too tall or too short or because, you know, I have long hair or short hair. It could be something that has nothing to do with me, but for what, but completely to do with what they want for the character. So, and also I just had to keep on going because, I just did not have the luxury of time to, you know, to wallow in my misery or whatever. (laughs) I knew that I had given up so much to be somewhere. And in LA, you just have to be unstoppable and you need to have just so much determination to keep on going. That's the only way things can happen. Did you ever feel at any stage, um, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I should. Oh God, yes, <laughs> all the time. Um, yes, of course, many times, especially when you've put in so much effort for one character and you've spent like the entire week studying the lines, you know, going inside out, like knowing, you know, that character so well. And then you find out that, you know, it went to a celebrity or something. Of course, like, you know, then you just think, wow, like this is just never going to, I'm just never going to give, get my big break. You have those thoughts a lot. But then, you know, things, something comes along and then you fall in love again. <laughs> so, so it's just, it's one of those things, like for me, just before I went in to do my, um, to do an audition for Star Trek, and I didn't even know I was auditioning for Star Trek, you know, before that I was going through one of those phases where I was like, you know what, I'm just so done with this. Like, I'm just so tired and I'm so done with this. Um, so I just went in, did that audition, didn't even think twice about it, left the room and, the next day, my agent called me and she said, you booked Star Trek. You are going to be playing an alien. And I was like, what? I didn't even know that I auditioned for it. So, you know, it's like those little things that remind you that that you, not those little things, those those type of breaks that remind you that, you know, you're on the right track. So don't give up. Just keep doing the work. 
So Star Trek, um, you <laughs> you say that very flippantly, but <laughs> Star Trek Picard, which is with Patrick, the whole actual Patrick Stewart, like the whole Patrick Stewart. I would not have been able to act in front of him I, or with him or near him or me even on the same <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. Luckily, I didn't have any scenes with him. Thank God. Um, I was working because I also wouldn't be able to. He's legendary. But I was directed by another iconic um, actor and director, uh, Jonathan Frakes, who is really well known in the Star Trek universe. And that was an experience I will never forget. That's where I learned the most I did, you know, the past six years um, as an actor, as a performer, as a human being, um, you know, just to, to be heard, to be seen by someone like that. I think that was my Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. That's so cool. <laughs> we that thing, like that is my Oscar. But the problem is that that line keeps moving so you'll this will be your oscar this year or last year but then like you'll hit another one and you'll be like oh that was my oscar actually yes of course you keep having those moments and i think uh, and a life of an actor the life of a performing artist is a collection of those moments it's not the ones where you got rejected or the no's but the ones where you had a win and that win met, meant so much you know those were the ones that defined who you are as a person and everything just was worth it in that moment, you know, and our life as a performing artist, I believe is a collection of all those glorious moments, you know. You seem to have had quite a few um, in the last couple of years. So you're on Star Trek, obviously, as a, an alien in full prosthetics, which is great. I've actually, I've used one of your pictures in the article. It's on jacarandafm.com. If you want to see what I oh, use. thank you. It's very cool. But also, um, you are doing a film called 919 and this sees you as like your first classic Bollywood style film. Tell me about this one. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited for 919 to come out. Um, it will be a global digital release and I'm super excited because I've always wanted to do like a classic Bollywood film where I'm running around the beaches and wearing these beautiful outfits and you know it's nice sometimes to do something that is different from what I usually do. Like I generally do a lot of drama you know in which I'm crying for like three days or something <laughs> so it's nice to do um, to do roles where you know you're doing something else like something more glamorous you know running around or dancing around beaches or you know learning a new language um, so that was really fun and super excited for it to come out and you learned a whole language for this role like I can't uh, learn a whole language just for life you're learning a whole language <laughs> for like a, a one hour tv like a movie like it's it's insane I just I had to really contact so many people I knew um, who were who knew Telugu really well, um, who also, you know, live in the southern part of India. And I had to just sit with them, understand, you know, the accent, the body language, because I think that a language is not necessarily just the words, but also, you know, just the twang, the style and all of that. So, <laughs> so it was it was fun. I, it's those are the best parts where you really get to stretch yourself and learn something new or get to get transformed, um, you know, physically. So those are the ones that I think as an artist, um, I always get drawn to. Okay. So other than being an actual working actor in LA, which is the dream and starring in, in movies, um, you are also, or have, or are busy, you're writing a book or you've written a book. I'm writing a book. Yes. It's Tell in process. Book. 
I think this book is just full of stories about how to not give up on your dream, how to keep going. If this can inspire anyone to pursue their own goals and their own dreams, then my job here is done. It's really just about how I moved from Johannesburg to Los Angeles at the age of 24 and how I made it happen or how I'm trying to make it happen and how, you know, there were just so many obstacles on the way, so many challenges. There were times when my card was constantly getting declined um, in spite of having a day job and working as an actress because LA is such an expensive city. There was a time when I didn't have a car and I had to walk to auditions and take buses and still do my best job. So (laughs) it's just stories about my pursuit of happiness my version of that and i just I'd, I'd love for you know for that to inspire somebody someone you know sitting somewhere in, in some part of the world you know hoping and dreaming that you know this could happen for them if that could if the book could inspire anybody that my job here would be done so 2020 and 2021 have been pretty much the same year um with luck i agree oh gosh <laughs> And everything that's going on in the world, um, everything's kind of on pause. I'm assuming that you're not, you're, you're back in South Africa at the moment, right? Yes, I'm back in South Africa at the moment. I had a very good year last year in terms of professionally. Um, I was able to do a lot of things as an actor, even though we were in a lockdown, you know, the shoots and stuff were still happening in Los Angeles and we would get tested regularly before the shoot and after. Um, So I think professionally it was a really good year. And just when you think you have it all, (laughs) then life has a good way of, you know, um, humbling you. And that's what happened to me as well. I had to, I was in between visas Um, I was renewing my visa and it was just not a very good time to, you know, renew your visa in the United States um, or anywhere in the world, really, just because of, you know, coronavirus and just the political landscape. There was just a lot going on. So, so yes, that's why I am in South Africa for a bit and hoping to refile from here. And I definitely see this happening. I think. Oh, thank you. I think you have a very, very, very long and prosperous career. Um, that side, but also maybe this side too. I mean, yes, yes. Fingers crossed. (laughs) So while you are having some downtime um, in Joburg, what is the plan for 2021 other than obviously writing? Is there anything in the pipeline that we're expecting? You know, I think 2021 is going to be the year where I really focus on myself personally, mm-hmm. um, because I think that in the past couple of years, I've been, it's just been go, 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 you know, going from one audition to another. I haven't really had any time to focus on my family or, you know, even just like finding love in my life, which is a big focus for me this year. <laughs> I would love to, I think by next year, you know, find a life partner, you know, find someone who's right for me, attract that in my life too because I haven't really ever focused on that so so I think that's going to be a big big focus this year Aishi I am really stoked to have spoken to you um do you know like when the book is going to be out most likely by the end of the year I would hope I would love to release it on my birthday on the 29th of December okay (laughs) Oh, nice. So just in time for another year that might be just in time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Oh, Ayushi, thank you so much for your time. It's been really gorgeous to speak to you. Um, thank think, you. You know, there even in this short conversation that we've had, I think there's so much that we can learn um, about resilience, I think, from you. You, you thank sound you. like no matter what happens, you are the kind of woman that is like, uh-uh, you are not going to get me down. I am back up. I'm going to show yes. you. Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Danny. It was really nice to speak to you. And I love that, you know, the, the questions that you asked, it really, it could only come from another performer to a performer. So thank you so much.